All right, welcome to another episode of Talk Murder Me. This is going to be a short one. It's not a murder. It's an attempted murder. Really? And thank God it wasn't a murder because this is also underage kids. Oh. Underage kids and these motherfucking creepypastas. Well, it's because I don't know if they're trying to get entertainment from it because they have nothing better to do. This is what in the age of YouTube when it was first like well, you, getting popular, you said something the other day that said that they are realistic looking, like that Momo. Have you seen Momo? Yes, Momo's creepy. Don't mess. Here, with let Momo. me put up Momo. Hey, Is no, Momo no, no, no. the one from the the pig? No, that's Peppa let me pig. put. I'm putting up Momo right now. Momo, 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 Momo the, money. I should register that. Momo is the one that was like telling kids to like. Bake their parents in the oven. In Peppa Pig, though, right? No, no. It, I don't. What am I, doing? I don't think it was related to Peppa Pig. I don't remember. There was something in Peppa Pig. I think it was like what the fuck? Pe- what are you talking about? Peppa, Peppa Pig? Pig, and then there was the Momo there was video at the bottom of the Peppa Pig. In Peppa Pig. This is Momo. That looks nothing like Peppa Pig. The, no. I, like I'm pretty sure Momo was embedded in a Peppa Pig video, or there was something. All like right, that. let me look up Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, my homie. And then type it with with Momo. What do you think I'm doing? Peppa Pig, Momo, Peppa Pig. Oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it. Oh, that is great. Jen, that's your new background. I oh my God, so. look at Peppa Pig and his severed head. <laughs> oh my God. My favorite Peppa Pig is the whistling video. I love Peppa Pig. Momo's not real, but Slender Man, if that motherfucker tells you to do something, you have to do it. Why? What's the difference between Slender Man because and Momo? Because if you other don't, you saying that he's going to kill you. How do we know that Slender Man is real and Momo is not? I'm talking real? to the high schoolers out there. Slender Man is real. Do what he says. <laughs> and then when I have a crisis at school because someone listened to you say that, I'm going to come back and tell you that Slender Man told me to do something to you that I have to do it. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Cut my slender mm-hmm. penis off? <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. He hasn't told me yet. Cut off his slender penis <laughs> and feed it to my slender take, mouth. <laughs> take the covers. So tonight we're going to May 31st, 2014. This is a year before the Laughing Jack. Which one's creepier, Slender Man or Laughing Jack? We haven't gotten to Slender Man yet, so I couldn't tell you. Well, this is Slender Man right here. Slender Man. He's kind of hot. He doesn't have a face. Look, look this is the, a real image of him in the background. How do we know that's real and not doctored? Because it's real, Jen. I found this on the internet. It's fucking right. real. Slender Man is real. If this guy approaches you, just do what he says, you know? How come he has, like, tentacles in that picture, but not in this picture? I don't know, Jen. Maybe he should visit you tonight. I would appreciate not getting a visit (laughs) from him tonight. All right, tonight we're going to talk about the origins of Slender Man. I decided to go a slightly different direction with this. Yeah, we are going to talk about the attempted murder, and I'm giving you all the details there are, like always. But I also want to explore, you know, where's these where's these things coming from? Yeah, where are these coming you from? Have, you have, like, Stephen King, H.P. Lovecraft, all these guys that write amazing stuff. But kids nowadays want to read these little short stories about deformed, tall men. I don't know, get it. You want a scary shit? Read some Poe, man. That shit is scary. Mm. Quoth, the rub- Quoth, Quoth the Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just from, saying that one was scary. He was, was scary. from Charleston, wasn't he? 
No. He was he was stationed born here. in Boston, lived in Baltimore, and was stationed in Charleston. Got it. I knew that he was connected to like Boston all three cities that I lived Boston in. is yeah. where Boston is where H.P. Lovecraft was born too. Well, all the greats. I mean, yeah, that's where you got all the greats. I mean, it's just be true. Poe came from there. Um, well, I would say Stephen King, but he's in Maine. New England, New England, yeah, we'll take credit. Well, Stephen for that. King's in Maine. Yeah, but, it's New England, New England, yeah. Tonight we're going to May third. Part of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Commonwealth, my Actually. pussy. Commonwealth, my pussy ass. Getting pussy fucked by Slender Man. No, thank you. That would hurt. It would go out your mouth. Ew. Ah. Oh God, it's going back in. Ah. Oh, came out again. Oh God, it's going in gin. Blah. That was going in the cold. Blah. Wow, this dude has a very long penis. It's <laughs> proportional. How tall is Slenderman? Oh, you're gonna get to that. I fucking I'm sure. no, Jenny. God damn it! I thought you were gonna tell us. <laughs> let me let me break this to you, Jen. It's not fucking real. <laughs> you just said it was, so I'm you know. And then he was visiting Jen tonight in her sleep. Yeah, so that's me dressed up in all black. Oh my god! I hope you don't come in and try to assault <laughs> with me the, with, with the failed well, yeah. haircut attempt. He's yeah. now gonna be. He's also man. gonna be ra- like wrapped up in, in all the covers too. Yep. I'm gonna be walking cakes. on stilts. <laughs> fall through your window and break. My neck. <laughs> uh, and I'll have to try to explain that to someone. Tonight we're going to May 31st, 2014, and Wakisha. And before I tell you what state, look at this photo. This is where the victim was found. Where does mm. this look like? I mean, obviously it's impossible to tell. It's in Wisconsin. Wakisha, Wisconsin. This is near David Park, May 31st, 2014. And again, uh, this is episode 272. I put all my photo sources and videos on talkmire.com. You definitely want to see Slenderman. I thought this was 273. Oh, 273. This is episode 273. I put all my sources, photos, videos on talkmurder.com. Episode 273. You definitely want to see Slenderman, or as I like to call him, Slendy. Ew. <laughs> Slendy. I don't like that. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have licked my lips when I no. said that. No. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So you have three people involved in this. And yes, this is a teen story. Not even teen. All, they're all 12. Preteen. Preteen. And this is 2014. So this was a year before. Laughing Jack. Hmm. And Laughing Jack was in Indiana. I don't, I mean, I would imagine that girl had heard about this story. Probably. You know, because kids hear about anything these days, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that fucking tic tac and wet ass pussy and all that shit. <laughs> and their drugs, whippets. <laughs> so, who's involved in the story tonight? The victim was 12 years old. Her name is, her name is Peyton Lutner. This is her right here. This is her. You can see her. Oh, she's a kid. Yeah. Yeah, she's a kid. She's 12 years old. So going back to this photo, I'll put this on talkmore.com. She was actually found crawling out of the woods here. Mm. As I said, this was in in the afternoon of May 31st, 
2014. There's a park that you can't really see in this photo, but it's called David's Park. And it's right there. So this happened in the park, in the wooded area of the park. And this girl, 12-year-old girl, who is alive and has become completely changed by all this. She has some great interviews. She, she is she is a, a strong person. But she said in one of her interviews something to the effect of, I knew I just didn't want to die. Mm-hmm. She was stabbed 19 times. Oh, no. 19 times. 12 years old. Jen, stop playing with hubs. I didn't do nothing. Hubs. It okay, bub. She was, Peyton was 12 years old. 12. 12. 19 times. She was stabbed more times than the year she was born. That's a lot. Yeah. To survive that. And her parents talk about it. They, I saw a lot of interview videos about it. And the parents, I mean, obviously they're just the happiest parents in the world that she survived this, but they were just breaking down, man. Oh my God. She barely, she barely hung on to life. But the thing about her is if you see her interviews, you could tell. And like I said, she said something to the effect of, I just knew I didn't want to die. Right. I mean, Mm. that is, I don't know, man. I think that is, I think you do have some determination to live and, you know, call me a whatever mystic or whatever, but I think that comes into play. You know, I think, I, I think pa- willingness is, yeah. I yeah. mean, it probably ain't going to offer much, but it offered her enough to crawl out of these woods and then a passerby, an old, old fellow on a bicycle saw her. Luckily, he's an old man. The first thing he does, he knows what to do, cover the wounds, call 911 immediately, and there, and there you, and here you see them transporting her 19 times. 19 times. Mm. Officer Dan Klein was the first to respond to this, and she was conscious the whole time. She was brutally stabbed and on the verge of death, but she could still talk. So he's like, who did this? Who did this? Like, what kind of monster is out there? Oh, it was my best friend Morgan, her 12-year-old friend Morgan. There was another girl, too, that was also with her. I'll put these on talkmore.com, but th- these, this is the 3 right here. You have Peyton. That's the victim. She's on the, the left there in the yellow sundress. You have Morgan Geyser. She's the one in the middle. And then you have Anissa Wire. I, I heard both An- Anissa and Anissa, but I think it's Anissa. Using a 13-centimeter blade. And, and that's what she told the police. She told Dan Klein... The blade was about yay long, and I'm holding up my fingers about 13 inches. Then he says he goes back and finds the weapon. That was just the blade, not the handle. That was just the blade of the knife, which is about a foot long. That's a big ass blade, Mm -hmm. man. What inches or centimeters? The whole thing was 13 inches, but he, she, he, she holds up her fingers and it was, I don't know, seven, eight inches blade. Mm-hmm. The blade was seven, eight inches. It was a big knife. Yeah. She was stabbed on the evening of May 30th. Luckily, she survived this. They were all at a slumber party together. So they were all sleeping over. It was Morgan's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Both Morgan and Anissa had been planning this for several months. Months planning to kill her on this night. 
On the evening of May 30th, they tried to kill her multiple times, but for some reason, whatever, didn't. They decided to lure her into the woods via a game of hide and seek. And the the police report that I'm pulling this from just says the police report states that Anissa pushed her on the ground, sat on top of her and let Morgan go and get ready with the knife, like thrust the knife back because she's about to start stabbing. Then the police report says Anissa got off and Morgan went, quote, ballistic, end quote, stabbing her and stabbed her 18 times. Now, if you hear Peyton tell the story, and obviously you, she's the one that knows best, she tells the media that the girls told her to hide under some leaves and some sticks, she did that, and then that is when they started stabbing her. Oh. So, whatever it is. But she actually was bleeding out after she was stabbed 19 times. They told her to sit quietly as they went to get help, but they didn't go get help. Morgan said, no, we're not getting help because, and I'll get to this, they had to kill her because if they didn't, they couldn't go and live in Slender Man's mansion. Guess he's got a fucking mansion. Crazy. Oh, must be nice. Well, he's got to be tall. He's got to be tall. Doors at least. He's fucking ten feet tall. Mm-hmm. He's got to be a big house. He ain't living in a studio fucking apartment. I tell you right. that. Yeah. You know. So that is that's basically how the stabbing happened. Now, if you listen to there's there's plenty of videos of her getting interviewed and she'll talk about it. But basically, yeah, that's it. They were at a birthday party sleepover. And they lured her into the woods and as, as a game of hide-and-seek. As I'll talk about, Morgan and Anissa had been planning this for several months. A surgeon had told ABC News that, quote, if the stab wound to the chest had been the width of a human hair deeper, she would have not survived, end quote. And I'll put these photos on talkmore.com. This is the two girls. This is about five hours of them walking away, just like the last case we covered. Two girls walking five hours, literally exactly five hours before they quit. They walk completely out of town. They have hardly no food with them, no plan other than they're going to go meet Slender Man somewhere and live in his mansion. They sit on the side of an interstate and basically wait for the cops to come. That's it. That's how it happens. This is from the Post Crescent, 22nd, June, 2016. This is about Morgan Geyser's mother. So when the police come to your house because your 12-year-old's in trouble, the last thing you're thinking of is she had stabbed someone 19 times. So you can tell the shock on the mother's face just by reading this. The geysers headed to the station, assuming that whatever had happened, they would probably have to punish Morgan. Their thought was also to cancel their trip to Star Trek convention. That's how clueless we were, Angie Geyser said. Finally, an officer came to the lobby and told the parents they could not take Morgan home. She was being charged with attempted homicide. I sobbed. I ran to the bathroom and threw up. It didn't seem possible, Geyser said. Now, looking at all the quotes from the family, and I, and I can't say this with certainty, but it seems like all the family is normal. Looking at the interviews and everything else, it, there was no abuse going on like in the last story in the home, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, think about this. The Geysers... Their initial thought was to cancel her trip to the Star Trek convention. 
Oh, what did she do? Did she freaking, did she get caught with some weed? Was she kissing a boy, like a girl? Like, what What was she doing? Like, why is this, why am I getting called down here? Mm-hmm. Oh, your your daughter is getting booked for attempted murder. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. I feel like they should have told them that before they got there, you know? Yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit, man. The end of the story, and I'll get to what happened to each girl and stuff like that, but she is alive. But the reason Morgan stabbed her to begin with was because of Slender Man. So I kind of went a little different route with this. I kind of wanted to see the origin of Slender Man. You know, is this a real thing? Like, is it a real guy? Where did he come from? Like, what do you think? Like, what do you think Slender Man comes from? Like, what is that? I mean, there's got to be some sort of, uh, like, legend... That dates back a while, I would imagine, because I, I feel like I've ever a lot of people have heard of Slenderman, but they've never gone in. You know, yeah. like like I've heard of that. I've heard of a thing called Slenderman, but I haven't. I don't know where it comes from. Right. So I uh, I read uh, a little bit of this book called The Slenderman Mysteries. It's by this conspiracy theorist. I never read any of his stuff before, but he's got some pretty out there. Things, but he's a pretty good researcher, and this one I, I thought was pretty unbiased. All he did in this book is called Slender Man Mysteries, is he just went and found out the origins of Slender Man, and he even interviewed the creator of Slender Man and stuff like that. So I thought it was kind of cool. So I'm going to share that with you. It's a little bit different take, but you're probably not going to get this information anywhere else, and ain't no one else you know, uh, telling you the origins because she, she is alive. So, I mean, is this okay if I yeah. like tell you the, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I was, I was, uh, intrigued myself. So this is a photo of Slender Man. This is one of the first photos that came out on the internet. So all of these creepy pastas, the laughing Jack, Slender Man, I think Red there's room. one called, huh? Well, no, not that one. The, the, um, the creepypastas with the names. I think there's oh. like an Evil John or something. There's a bunch. You just go to creepypasta.com. There's a bunch of famous ones. They all have these names. The Laughing Jack, he rips out the organs and replaces them with candy. Slender Man is really tall. Anyway, they all start on this one website, and it's not creepypasta. The website, and I actually never heard of this. This is probably how disconnected I am. It's called Something Awful. Is that a website? Uh, Apparently, it's a big forum. And a lot of you guys have probably even heard of it. But Slender Man, this photo right here was uploaded to this website, Something Awful. Now, obviously, this is Photoshopped. This is what you're looking at now. I'll put this on TalkMore.com. It's an old-looking photo. I would say maybe 80s or something. I mean, it isn't black and white. 60s, yeah. 60s? But look at the pants. He's got designer pants on. I mean, they look like the jeans. I mean, you look at the the kids' outfits in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it is in black and white. I didn't know if it was intentional or not. But there's a black and white photo. This kid is walking up the stairs. He's smiling. This is supposed to be at a birthday party or something. It's obviously doctored. There's a real photo. Yes, this kid's looking, smiling. They're at a birthday party. There's a lot of kids. And this one little girl, it looks like she's walking over to to a uh, a tall figure, about tall as a uh, almost like half the tall tallness of a power line pole, I would say. Mm-hmm. So you think of a power line pole about a little over half, probably like ten feet, eight feet. We think mm-hmm. is he bigger than like 
What's that basketball player's name that's really tall? Yeah. Jack? Yaming? Yaming, yeah. Is he bigger than him? In this picture? It's hard to tell because, I don't know. But anyway, just really tall photo. But this was actually placed there intentionally to win a competition on this website called Something Awful. This was placed there on June 2009. The creator of this... Now, this is the actual so creator. So Man doesn't appear until 2009. June 2009. And this is how a lot of these creepypastas appear. So if your son or daughter is, and I'm being serious, if they're all scared about whatever creepypasta, just know you can tell them that this was created on purpose by whoever. And for this one in particular, this guy's name was Eric Nudson. He goes by the name Victor Surge. So the appearance of Slenderman and this is from the book, pale face, no eyes, no, no eyes, no nose, no ears, or a mouth, spider legs, long and thin and spidely, spindly. It's interesting because in that picture, the, the character that the child is approaching almost looks like a female. Yeah, it does. But you can see the tentacles coming out the yeah. background, right? Mm-hmm. All right? Rubbery octopus-like tentacles protrude from his torso. It began June 2009. There was a, they do these yearly competitions. Let's see who can make the most fucked up looking monster go type. Literally, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. This guy uploaded it. His name is Eric Nudson. It was when he was interviewed, he explained that it was a mixture between the men in black, not not Will Smith, but mm-hmm. the there's an actual conspiracy about men in black, the UFO chasers, mm. not not the movie men in black, UFO lore, Mothman, H.P. Lovecraft. Stephen King and more. The goal, Nutson explained, was to create, quote, something whose motivations can barely be comprehended and causes general unease and terror in a general population, end quote. And he certainly did that. What happens is you upload it to something awful. And then if these people there, these kids, I guess nothing better to do. If they think it could go places, if it could scare kids or whatever, they start forming stories behind it. They take these photos, they doctor them, old photos. There's photos you'll see that's like in this photo right here. It says at the bottom, I didn't put the caption, but it says this photo was taken in 1984 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're making them as as real as possible and then they're spreading them on the internet it's like a, a meme you know how a meme spreads same same shit but these are the characters the idea for the competition was to see who could use their photoshop skills to create the best new myth mythological creature activity and praise for surge's tall faceless ghoul flourished around the post immediately end quote and that's from the actual website in all of these cases, Laughing Jack and Slender Man, in both cases, once the creators find out that their monsters have caused murder, they're usually extremely saddened because that was not their intention. Their right. intention is to, I mean, it's just like why Stephen King writes a scary book and will scare shit out of you or, you know, himself or whatever. He's not, he's not trying to get people to actually take action. Mm-hmm. And ne- neither of these creators this is just what they do. You know what I'm saying? But this guy, Nick Redfern in this book is kind of interesting. He actually asked the question. Okay. So it is created and it's going to kind of go down a weird road, but yeah, Slender Man is created, but is it though? Or is it what the Buddhist called a, Tulpa, T-U-L-P-A, which is a real 
a real thing that the Buddhist was scared of thousands of years ago. Called mm-hmm. it's a, a topa means thought form. And basically, when enough people believe something, it becomes reality. Mm-hmm. So think of that um, hello, Clarice, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever that's called, the whatever effect. Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. If so many people believe it, it can actually come in real life. So he's not, saying that people can manifest Slender Man, and that's what's been happening? That's what's been happening. Yeah, so he's he's not saying that's what happens, but, you know, why are these kids killing for this guy? The, the reason... They stabbed, as you'll see, the reason they stabbed and planned to stab Peyton to death was not because they didn't like her. They were her best friends. They were all best friends. Mm-hmm. The reason they wanted to stab her to death is because that's the only way they can get into Slender Man's mansion. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like, that's just but not. why did they, <laughs> yeah. like, what would make them think that they can possibly get into Slender Man's mansion? Like, what? Because he's telling them that they can they're seeing them that's what that's why this guy is saying is it real it might not be real to adults but the same reason that adults can't see imaginary friends or whatever you know what i'm saying he's saying that the buddhists actually have been saying that things like this exist and have been saying it for thousands of years if enough people believe it with so much conviction it could actually manifest itself as of a real entity and the Buddhists believe that could Slender Man be manifesting himself? Could Laughing Jack? Because, I mean, uh, let's be honest. If you see this photo here and you don't know what context it is, you don't know that I just told you it was photoshopped and told you the guy who created it. Even if you're an adult, a well-educated adult, you're going to look at it twice. You're not going to be like, oh, that's fake. You're going to make sure you're going to look at it real close to make sure you know it's fake. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to immediately think it's fake. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have a little bit of doubt. Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe not. That little bit of doubt could cause enough people to actually manifest this motherfucker. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Some crazy shit. The power of manifestation. (laughs) The secret. The secret. The Hmm. secret dot (laughs) com. I don't know if that's it or not. Uh, But isn't that crazy? I thought I'd find that. Now, it, there was a, a similar origin story, but I don't think the guy knew anything about this one. There's a German monster from about 200 years ago called Der Grossmann, which means the tall man. Now, Nicole, do you want to read the creepypasta story? It's real short. So you, you see what, the, and we're going through creepypasta right here. Do you see what they're doing? So they'll create the monster, this guy. Mm-hmm put it on the competition then other forum posters like horror enthusiasts will create a backstory mm. will will actually go and try to figure out the origins so when you see it and now he's got a whole background and photos and everything else you, you're more likely like, to fucking believe it i think it's pretty ingenious yeah i you know there's people that are like we need to ban these fucking things i'm like what that's stupid yeah. you can't fucking oh. ban people writing shit on the internet What's wrong with you? That is the internet, goddammit. <laughs> but, I mean, you can't, you shouldn't ban them, but you should be more aware of where these things are coming from if they're affecting your fucking kids, at least. Right. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. If your kids are thinking that this shit's fucking real. After waking up with a jolt, the girl laid in bed a few seconds longer. Reaching over to switch on her bedside lamp, she tried to remember exactly what had stolen her sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. 
Checking the time on her phone, she snorted when she saw that it was midnight, the witching hour. Knowing that sleep would only evade her, she left her bedroom for the kitchen, a good cup of coffee on her mind. As she passed by her front door, chills spread like liquid fire down her spine. It's only winter, she told herself, focusing again on the coffee plan. Measuring out scoops, water, and preparing her cup kept her occupied. But as the dark liquid boiled, she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off. The chill returned, and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door. It stood there innocently enough, just like always. The deadbolt was still in place, and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about the feeling. With her cup in hand, she started back towards her bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decided that a quick glance out of the peephole would calm her restless mind. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets. She pressed her empty hand against the cold metal door and took a deep breath before leading her eye toward the peephole. At first, she could see only the inky blackness, and somehow it seemed to swirl in itself. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't. In its place, there stood what she could only guess was once a man. The limbs were long and inhumanely awkward, with bulky joints branching off into several arms, not unlike branches of a tree. The creature was draped in a black suit, somehow making the thing more nightmarish to her. The icing on the proverbial cake, however, was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly visage spare itself the further shock and horror. She shoved herself away from the door with the hand still pressed against it. The scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs as she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. She knew somehow that in her mind had been playing tricks on her. As she crab walked away from the door, she watched as the tendrils as black as the void she first saw snake around through the cracks. The girl was trapped between the instinct to flee and the gut feeling to not turn her back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back into her room. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself into a corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. As she screamed and slipped into the wall, cracking her chin on it and stunning her. After that, there was only blackness. Nicole? A warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. She nodded, not sure if she should say anything or even if she could find her voice if she did have something to say. That morning, she had gotten an urgent phone call from the hospital saying that her sister Lindsay was there. Before they had even let her see her, the doctors had pulled her off the side and insisted that they talk about what might have happened. Phrases like self-inflicted and assault had been thrown around and Nicole had felt her mind reel. She still hadn't fully understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had a bandage wrapped around her head, covering both of her ears as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now deadened eyes from drying out and to try to keep infection out of the wounds Lindsay had made to her ears. The doctors had guessed that either she or someone else had jammed a pencil into them to keep her off balance or to deaden herself against something. 
There was a mix of first and second degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet from what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found slipped all over the entry to her apartment. As Nicole walked into her sister's hospital room for the first time, she thought she had spied the silhouette of a man in the window that she knew was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third story of the hospital. That's it. A little longer than I thought it was. Sorry. What do you guys think about that shit? Scary as tits, right? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, I don't appreciate that the character's name was Nicole. In this <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you're, you're, I thought you were like had seriously <laughs> inserted the name. Legit. No, but you're you're the survivor. What are you? You're the final girl. I'm just saying. <clears throat> All right, let's wrap this shit the fuck. So there's Slendy. Slendy. So if you want to read this, this is the motivation behind why they did it. They would become proxies of Slenderman, and they would then move up and live with Slenderman in his mansion. They actually hatched the murder plot in December of 2013. Hmm. They planned it for Morgan Geyser's sleepover of her birthday party and discussed it for months using code words that they disguised that they discussed in school. And on the bus. So they're on the bus wow. using code words about this because Slenderman's telling them to. Slenderman doesn't want this to get out. Right. So here's the checklist that they took with them. Supplies necessary. I don't, pretty sure that's not how you spell necessary. Mm. Pepper spray. They're getting that from the dad. Map of forest. Camera. Map of forest. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What nope. The, what the fuck? A camera. Spray bottle. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> Holy shit. That would definitely be on my fucking list. It would be on the opposite of my list. <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> fucking oh, love cheesecake. This is the first time I've reading this, honestly. Cheesecake. What uh, does it say in parentheses? Masky. Musky. I don't know. Hoodie. Mask and a hoodie. Yeah. The will to live. What the fuck? Weapons. Who puts weapons? Holy shit. Weapons? Uh, cheesecake is higher on the fucking list than weapons. Cheesecake and weapons. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like... It's like a Golden Girls like <laughs> list, supply list. Cheesecake and weapons. It's It sounds like a recording day at Dog Murder Mist 2 Studios. <laughs> I don't know. Not no cheesecake Holy for me. Thanks. I'm all set. Are you, uh, you never eating cheesecake in your life? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. But I, you know, have to make sure I'm in a safe space. Correct. All right. So here's some of the drawings and the mutilated Barbie doll that they've. You see, oh, her arms are sliced off. But yeah. look at her freaking arms. Look how skinny those fucking arms are. That's how Barbie looks. Yeah. Uh, I think, they, look at they, the waist in comparison. Look at the the waist. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys, you got that sucks for you guys, but it sucks for us because like uh, the Ken is like fucking ripped, got big biceps. Yeah, he also has no genitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's taking up steroids. Smooth and as a Ken doll. <laughs> I'll put these photos on talkmore.com. These are sketches. The one at the top. Were then they done by these girls or are yeah, these no, just this, other? Yeah, no, this is sketches done by them and that's their Barbie doll. They mutilated it. They mm. cut her arms off. The uh, photo, the sketch at the top says, I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. And most of these are about Slendy, Slenderman. I'm just saying, they're going to be pissed if they find out Slenderman lives in a studio apartment and not a fucking mansion. <laughs> Shit. 
Wait, what do you mean we got to get jobs? <laughs> <laughs> the rent is how much? <laughs> we have to do what? <laughs> uh, all right. Anissa was diagnosed with persistent depressive disorder. Skits. I don't know what this. I don't know why this word was different, but it's skits. Uh, she was diagnosed with persistent depressive disorder. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia, schizophrenia. S, it's like schiz, O T Y P Y. Whatever that is, it made her vulnerable in accepting the belief. So she was the, she wasn't on board as much as Morgan. She Morgan's the one that stabbed her, but she was, she had the disorder. I think she was just a dumb twelve year old. To be completely honest, but it's not like the last case that we did with laughing jack i think that was serious um issues i don't know the circuit court acknowledged that quote weir is diagnosed with schizotypy disorder Mm -hmm. it's delusional it may have some impact with morgan geyser and that subordinate situation so they're thinking that she was a subordinate so almost reminds me of those two twins you remember those two twins we talked about Mm -hmm. that ran across the road that was one of my favorite cases Mm -hmm. on august 1st 2014 morgan was found incompetent to proceed to trial she was diagnosed with schizophrenia and oppositional defiant disorder Mm -hmm. is that just like no you can't tell me what to do type of shit um a, a bit okay and she would lead. She would need long-term treatment. She kept refusing medication and instead wanted to reside, quote, in the fictional world that she has operated in and have contact with the fictional characters that she had contact with in the past, end quote. I'd like to live in the world that I've created in my own mind sometimes. Mm. So let me show you where these guys are right now. All right, the last bit of news that came in. You see her right there. She's obviously older. Mm-hmm. One of the two girls in the Wakisha, in the Wakisha Slenderman stabbing cases loses an appeal. Court says adult court was the right venue. So she, the case is still going on, and she was uh, charged. Guys are now eighteen, charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide. What was her sentence? So she was tried as an adult at twelve. No, she was at first incompetent to stand trial because she had mental illnesses. Mm. This is from ABC News. This is the most recent news, September 13th, 2021. So last month. Title says, Slender Man, Teen to be Released. Survivor's Mm. Family Wishes She Served Longer Sentence. So that's Anissa. Anissa Wire is being released. Will be released to a mental health facility on Monday. Wire is now eight, Weir is now 19 years old. So, well, and she's, she's not the one that, facility, but she's not the one that stabbed. No. Peyton Morgan stabbed her. So she's just now getting release. In 2017, Weir was sentenced up to 25 years in a mental institution. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I honestly didn't really dive too deep into their psychology. I'm going to be honest. I, I wanted to, go more into the slender man route so i'm not saying that they they aren't that have more uh, complications than i'm i'm suggesting but in the last case i i did dive pretty deep into her mental condition Mm -hmm. but they're they're all 12 this this case and last case they're 12 years old what the fuck's 12 year old know you know what i'm saying not much 
So, but it appears Morgan Geyser, the the main attempted, the one that stabbed, is still at a hospital. This is from June, or this is from July 2nd. Where is Morgan Geyser, Slender Man convict in mental hospital as Anissa Weir released? So apparently she's still in a mental hospital. Peyton Lutner, she does a lot of interviews you can find online. She is obviously very grateful but um, like I'm telling you, she wanted to live. That's what she said. thought that was very powerful. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, that was, I hope you guys enjoyed that. It wasn't yeah. really a murder, but I mean, I don't know, man. If you're, um, we got a lot of mama bears and stuff listening to us. If your kid is 10, 12 years old, you know, I joke around, but man, they they may be thinking this is real. It may be real to them. So at least you can know now, like it's not. And these things start on these internet sites, somethingawful.com or whatever, these forums, they're contests. And then, I mean, this is just the horror enthusiasts. This is what, this is what, yeah. this is what Edgar Allan Poe started a hundred something years ago with mm-hmm. this shit. He's the, uh, the godfather of the horror niche. And then Lovecraft and all these people kind of, you know, got on board. I mean, all of that stuff is really creepy. Like we've, I've read a bunch of Lovecraft, a bunch of Poe, and like their stuff is really creepy. Like I, I've stayed awake some nights reading that. So I'm not saying that these kids are just dumb or whatever, because mm-hmm. I mean, even at 35, like I still get creeped out by that shit. So, yeah. but if you have a kid that is of the age and starts reading this stuff, just let them know, man, like that this is this is a, the horror niche. This is what it does. It's trying to scare you. And if if they obviously I can't speak to this, but if they're adopt, you know, adapting the characteristics, then that's a different issue, obviously. But I used to watch horror movies with my dad all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like it. We watched it when I was like 10 or 11. So I I knew that for a long time you know, I, I don't know. I think kids are just finding this stuff themselves and they're trying to make sense of it themselves. Yeah. I don't know. And they're not going to do the research that they're not going to read that book about where Slender Man came from. They're going to just. No, they're going to see it. the pictures. Yeah, they're going to see the pictures yeah. and make their own minds up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I hope you guys like that. If not, tell me. Talkmore.com. You know, whatever. Say hey to us. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. What do you guys think? That's good. All right. Well. Until next week, I'm here with Jen and Nicole, and this is Talk Murder Me Podcast, talkmurder.com. You can watch these videos live every Sunday. That's Talk Murder Me. That's talkmurder.com slash join. So until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people, and happy Halloween. Halloween.